This is Jason Christoph. This is a podcast 54 for what is the date? November 11th. It's a remembrance day. Pretty sure people didn't remember what they're supposed to remember about remembrance day. I think the phrase that the government tells everybody is least we forget. Well, it's pretty obvious most people have forgotten about what tyranny looks like, what uh, fascist dictatorship uh, leading up to genocide and the fractioning of the public against each other and uh, wearing, wearing the, <clears throat> the Star of David. The Star of David was the mark that was given to the, the Jewish people inside Germany during World War II so that everybody could know to treat them, you know, with less respect, and this is what's going to happen. I mean, we're moving up toward that point where someone who isn't vaccinated will probably um, not have the proper scanning uh, QR code on their phone. They might have to wear a mask, and then they'll be attacked. The, The people who organize these things are the same people they use documented mind control techniques. And what I'll do is I'll put up the, a whole bunch of mind control documentaries so that you can look them, look them over. It's so easy to make someone hate another person or take sides. And it's simple. The, we have a part of the brain called the subconscious mind. It is a scanning device. It scans your environment looking for repetitive themes, repetitive symbols, repetitive patterns, and repetitive messages. This part of the brain that scans our environment does so to protect us. Because when it sees things that are repetitive in the environment, it means that that particular theme or pattern or message or emotion is held by more than one person. And when something's held more by more than one person or believed uh, in by more than one person or acted out in a group, it means that there's more safety in a group than there is as an individual. So repetition really hacks the subconscious mind very simply. And that's why the social engineers, and that's all they are. They design and engineer our society using repetitive themes and repetitive messages. That's why when COVID hit, everything was COVID. Your landing page was COVID. There's COVID updates on your phone. There's COVID uh, messages under every YouTube video. Repetition is key in mind control. And when you impregnate the mind with any repetitive message, the subconscious through its scanning ability determines that this is the safe sort of behavior to act out because it's endorsed by the the herd. And when the herd is doing it, it means you're safer than being in the minority. And this is how this particular group use propaganda against certain people in World War II Germany. They just simply told the lie over and over and over again that the Jews are the enemy, the Jewish people are the enemy. And because it was repetitive, it made people 
side with what they got. They got the impression that the majority was in possession of this idea. And when the subconscious mind believes that the majority is believing in one idea or the other, people, the m- people who do not understand how their minds can be hacked and their behavior can be hacked, they will side with the majority absent of moral review, absent of logical analysis, and absent of ethical review as well. And it was the exact same thing that we have with COVID today. We have repetition. We've, in previous podcasts, we have proven that the coronavirus, if you are a scientist, and you will call a meeting, if you dare call a meeting with other scientists about a virus, a new virus that you have want to talk about, it has to be isolated in its full genetic sequence. And that's because there's many different things in the body, prions, bacteria, fungi, although they're different, they share very, very similar genetic sequences. You as a human have 99% similar genetic sequence to a chimpanzee. So for a scientist to call a meeting about a virus, the first sort of thing you have to get out of the way is what's called Koch's postulate, which which is, again, we've explained it in, in other previous podcasts. The first step is the person to say, uh, the scientist says, I found the genetic sequence in its full isolation, the full 100%. And although lately, because the, the, the mainstream media, propaganda center, government are being called out that they haven't done this, they have literally taken a computer simulation and Frankensteined one together. And, say, and they have told the public, don't worry, we know you've kind of caught us in this particular issue, this problem where we're obviously lying to you about the existence of COVID because we don't have the full genetic sequence. And because many medical doctors and scientists across the world are calling us out on this fact that you cannot declare that a virus is in play until you have it isolated in its full genetic sequence. We have uh, invented uh, not even a new method, but we've invented some news for the dumb people who are too afraid to question the government. They want to side with the government anyway because they're weak and they're under mind control. So for those folks, we have isolated the virus by literally manufacturing it, manufacturing it through computer uh, simulation. So the virus doesn't exist. Then we go to the deaths. The deaths, of course, we've uh, demonstrated, and you know, I'll put up um, an article that's just sort of being butchered lately because. A lot of the videos are getting taken down because they're censoring a lot of the truthful information. But in that uh, article, or I'll just put, I'll just put up the Ontario. Um, there, there was a, a release that the Ontario government did, I think, in about June, admitting that they were putting any death that occurred in Ontario into the category of a COVID death. Now, what kind of pandemic? 
do you need where if someone dies of a heart attack, someone dies of type 2 diabetes, someone dies as a stroke, as a, with, you know, by a stroke, someone is in a car accident and dies, someone is, is in a motorcycle accident and they die, what sort of pandemic, what sort of scientist, what sort of ethical medical doctor takes these orders <clears throat> and puts the, the death of that person who didn't die from COVID into the COVID death category. Everybody's getting railroaded. It's propaganda of the highest order. It's indoctrination. It's fear-based, trauma-based, PSD manipulation like battered woman syndrome or Stockholm syndrome. Um, Everybody's afraid and they're looking to the entity that is manufacturing the fear and saying, please help me. Problem, reaction, solution. It's a, There's a lot of people that are pushing back, but the TV and the radio and the print media literally make people demoralized by going ahead with this agenda and not highlighting the millions and even billions of people that are aware that COVID is a worldwide fraud. And what's really interesting is the RT-PCR test. We've gone over that in the last um, podcast. It is the machine. The swab is not the test. The swab is not the test. The Basically, the RT-PCR machine where the um, you know lab sample is inserted into is the test for COVID. We've gone over this. It has an upcycle capability and it has a downcycle capability. And it is a machine that literally doubles and doubles and doubles the sample. And you highlight sort of the genetic sequences that you're looking for and the whole sample doubles, but you actually mark the genetic sequences you're looking for with a particular phosphorescent compound and then you see in, in that what that means is that I, if I have one de- dead and fragmented sequence, that's basically, um, it is a sequence that is housed in hundreds or millions of cells in your body, but it's also shared by COVID. See, the sequences they look for Inside the RT-PCR machine, the sequences that they apply the phosphorescence to so that they can look at them, they're shared by many other entities inside your body, not just COVID. But maybe I do have uh, something called COVID, even though it has never been sequenced. So let's say it amplifies one molecule, one strand and it's a strand that is about 28 base pairs long. So they're only looking for broken strands that have a genetic sequence that are shared by many, many other things in your body. They're taking this strand with about 28 or 30 base pairs. A full virus, so they say, has 30,000 base pairs, but don't fucking worry about that. They're looking at 28. They're replicating it. You might have one broken piece of DNA, one. And then if you cycle it 40 times, you get 500 million of that one particular sequence. And this machine supposedly 
because of the phosphorescence and how these sequences can be marked to light up, I believe the machine measures how much light is coming from the phosphorescent 500 million uh, replicated and magnified sequences when you really only had one. So if you don't really understand what I just said, you're definitely going to understand this. And I'm going to put these two links. These are the only two real links that you need to know about. Then I'm probably going to end this podcast. But you have Dr. Anthony Fauci on video. And I will make sure to put that in the show notes. And again, it's hard to get the show notes if you're on a phone. And if you want the show notes, email me, Jason at freedomfromselfsabotage.com. I'll email you the show notes. Now, we got Dr. Anthony Fauci. This guy is a war criminal, but sometimes he he screws up. He tells the truth, and he's telling the truth because he can't hide it. He can't lie anymore. Someone asked him point blank. I believe it was, I thought it was an interview on October 30th, But I believe uh, Dr. Thomas Cowan said that the interview took place October 15th of this year, 2020. And Dr. Anthony Fauci, the war criminal himself, trying to vaccine euthanize and vaccine poison the United States population. And we all know why he's up there at the top of the pyramid, because he's a good, loyal foot soldier, does exactly what he's told, is a great actor. And he's asked in this interview about the cycling capacity of the RT-PCR test. And Dr. Anthony Fauci, now this RT-PCR test, basically if it's been shown that if you take a sample from a healthy person, and number one, in regular science, in regular medicine, even though it's corrupt at its very core, In the regular annals of medicine and science, you do not use a diagnostic tool on healthy people. They don't show any fucking signs of symptoms. They're not sick. And that's why you only, like one of the primary tools of medicine in regards to declaring someone sick is the question, are you sick? Now, if someone's not sick, they should never be tested. And the RT-PCR test, like we've, told, we've talked about before, it's never even approved. It's not approved to be, be used as a diagnostic tool for what they call asymptomatic people, which is a fancy word for you're not sick. So you're not supposed to use the RT-PCR. It's supposed to be illegal. Because basically, if you apply the test to someone who is not sick, it will tell them that they are sick in 80 to 100,000, 80 to 100% of the time. So if you test someone who has no symptoms of illness, and this is why the government wants to test people who have no symptoms of illness. And we all know that they're collecting DNA as well. So why are they collecting the DNA? For the same reason they collect your data. They collect your data on your phone. They collect your data on your Facebook, on your Twitter, on your Instagram. And they manufacture a sales profile for you where they can control you through your screen. 
and adding your DNA to your particular profile. And Google has admitted that everybody in North America has a profile with up to 5,000 points of interest per person. So they're collecting DNA so that they can target you with future vaccines. They can target you with advertising campaigns, not only based on your behavior, but on your DNA. These people do not do one agenda at one time. They do multiple agendas at one time. So they're using the faulty RT-PCR test and they're upcycling it to a point and they're using it on people and, and, and upcycling it into a range where you're going to declare 80% to 100% of people as COVID positive when they're perfectly healthy. And this is why it's all about test, test, test. They're all in it. It is a conspiracy theory, folks. A conspiracy, it's not even a theory. These people are collusive. They're shutting down the world. They're phoning each other. When someone phones and said, you, you close down Scotland, I'll close down Britain, you'll close down Greece, I'll close down Canada, and they're phoning each other, and we're going to use the same RT-PCR test where it's, we're going to go test, 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 and weaponize the fear by testing healthy people making them test positive for COVID when they don't have COVID and everybody's going to use their own news networks like Canada, CBC, the Canadian Brainwashing Corporation, BBC, the British Brainwashing Corporation, and we're all going to say that the COVID is coming back all over the world. Folks, that's a conspiracy. They're talking to each other. They're ambushing you purposely using documented mind control tactics. They're rolling out the RT-PCR test or process. It's not even a test. Shouldn't even be using that word. It is a process by which Kerry Mullis, the inventor, American biochemist, literally, he simply invented the test to magnify genetic material so they could have a closer look. That's it. And it's not... It's not licensed or approved to be used as a test for sickness at all. Kerry Mullis has said that. Although, although he died in September 2019, coincidentally, he has been uh, videotaped saying, yes, this should not be used to diagnose any sort of illness because it, it has no connection to illness. It's like measuring someone's uh, breath by how, uh, you know, measuring someone's height by how many apples they have in their shopping cart. One has nothing to do with the other. So they're, they're using this RT-PCR machine on healthy people. And 80 to 100% of those people test positive for COVID without having COVID. So how exactly does a government get a hold or even have the gall to use a test? Like if it was a pregnancy test, it would tell 80 to 100% of the women that they're pregnant when they're not pregnant. And that means your test can't be used. It's not supposed to be used. You know, in the most polite way, you can tell the inventor, hey, thanks for trying to make a test, but it tells these women they're pregnant and they're not pregnant under, you know, basic scientific and medical protocols. We're not allowed to license this test. And the RT-PCR is exactly the same. It's not supposed to be used 
on asymptomatic people. It's not even supposed to be used on sick people. It means absolutely nothing. So why is it being used? Well, your corrupt government, who are colluding against you with the corrupt media. And folks, where do you think this is going? Like, come on. Like, you think they're going to let all these people walk into the future telling these stories of the complete and other fucking bullshit that's gone on where, you know, there's probably 1 billion to 2 billion people in the world that knows this is a complete fabricated propaganda psyop. What what do you think happens with the 2 billion people who knows this is a psyop? Think about it. So they got this test approved because... They've already manipulated their laws. They knew this was coming. They've been planning it in a long time. In the emergency declaration laws in each country, again, phoning each other, put this in, put this in, put this clause in, make sure this clause is in your laws, that when you declare a public emergency, you can use unapproved testing on the public. Not only can you use unapproved testing on the public, you can use unapproved vaccines. The vaccines that are being rolled out across the world right now, not only have they killed someone in Brazil, a test a test subject, and they paralyzed a test subject in the UK, they have not gone through the standard approval processes for vaccines. It takes usually on average 10 years for the average vaccine to be approved in 96% of vaccines in that approval process are denied. And even when they're denied, their, their, their death and injury rate is 1 in 10. Unbelievable. Those ones were the ones that made it. Can you, can you imagine that? 96% of vaccines that are proposed to be used on the public are denied. And the ones that get approved, the injury rate is not 1 in a million, it's 1 in 10. And it's one in ten injury or one in ten death. And why do you don't? Why do you think there's no COVID vaccine now? Now COVID is basically the virus, as they say, not sequenced yet, but they say it causes the common cold, along with the rhinovirus. So wouldn't that be kind of a knockout uh, vaccine to already have? So with 300 vaccines sort of in the pipeline and about 25 or 30 on the go right now. Why don't they have a COVID vaccine already? Well, uh, let me tell you, because they always wanted one and they've tried them. And inside the regular approval process that you have to follow unless there's a bullshit declaration declared, which has been declared and is complete bullshit. And this is why people don't understand that Doug Ford in June when the, when the cases were the lowest because they're getting everything set up, he declared a six-month emergency declaration for nothing. Didn't mean anything, so they thought. What it means is you can roll out the RT-PCR test on anybody you wish. It's unapproved, and it's going to mark healthy people as sick. You're going to weaponize the fear of those statistics, and then you're going to try and force vaccinate everybody uh, back into the Stone Age and jettison them off the planet. This is a eugenic operation. It means it's it's a vaccine holocaust, folks. That's what's going on. And they're trying to close all the businesses down so that you you know you you can't control you like you'll probably want to work if you survive, and then you'll need you'll have to go to the Amazon warehouse, or you'll have to go to Mark's work warehouse, or you'll have to go to the Walmart warehouse because all the other jobs will be closed, and then those are the companies that are colluding 
with the government. They're all the same. And to work there, you'll have to be vaccinated. So they said, and then again, you'll be so sick. And when the vaccine makes you sick or kills you, they'll blame it on COVID and then tuck take tougher measures and then as the tougher measures kill more people and cripple more people that's again is blamed on covid and then they take tougher measures because everybody believes the propaganda it's you know it's it's uh covid not 19 now it's covid 21 covid 22 and every time they round up some people and force the vaccine into them which is designed to kill and cripple them when it does kill and cripple them it is reclassified as COVID, weaponized in the media, and then they say, we got to do it. It's for your own good, health and safety. I got to come to your house. The cop's going to hold you down. And, and, then, and, and then it's just like putting fire out with gasoline. But the fact of the matter is the reason there's no COVID vaccine, and you can look this up, is that they, it was good in test animals. They would take test animals and inject them with the vaccine for COVID, and the test animals would live until they opened sort of the plexiglass door and blew in some air from the outside that they would purposely infect with what they call the COVID virus. And as soon as the immune system of the vaccinated animal would come into contact with the COVID virus, it had a hyperactive reaction. It killed 100% of the test animals every time they tried it no matter what company was behind it because every company was like we're going to knock it out of the park we got this yeah you screwed it up johnson and johnson us over here at astrazeneca we're going to have it all figured out no one ever could vaccinate the animals with the with the covid vaccine and then expose them to covid the animals died right away 100 percent. none of them lived and that's why there's not a covid vaccine so, and the new COVID vaccine isn't even like the old one. It's an RNA vaccine. And, you know, if you want to hear a little bit about how crazy that vaccine, again, we'll put up medical doctor, Dr. Carrie Madey in the show notes. And uh, I couldn't, you wouldn't even believe me if I told you. So you can just listen to the medical doctor. If I said what that vaccine was really for, most people would just stop listening because they, they think it's more... It, it can't be true. <laughs> so I'm not even going to mention it. But I know exactly what it's for. I know exactly why they're doing and having that application in the vaccination. And eventually people will find out and I'll come out and talk about it. But for now, you can go listen to Dr. Kerry Midday. So back to, back to Dr. Anthony Fauci. We have him saying that if you upcycle the RT-PCR test. So basically this RT-PCR machine, I don't know, is probably a little size of about half a microwave, sits on, on, on the bench in the lab. And it has a digital display on it. And that digital display represents how many times you can upcycle and magnify and amplify the sample. Like that's not a test. You're either sick or you're not, you're pregnant or you're not. Like the pregnancy strip for a woman's urine, this pregnancy, uh, pregnancy strip for a pregnancy test that a woman takes, it can't upregulate or amplify or magnify the hormones in the woman's urine to make her more pregnant than she is. She's either pregnant or she's not. So again, you can see why this test isn't really a test. It, it's, like, it's like a fucking prop. 
It's a goddamn prop is what it is. It, it determines absolutely nothing. So on the front of the RT-PCR machine, you have a digital display and you can punch in how many amplification cycles. That's why Carrie Mullis won the uh, Nobel Prize for Science in 1993 be because of this machine, because it had the ability to magnify and up, up cycle uh, how many you know, in double and double and keep doubling the sample just so that you can observe it. So I think you can sam uh, amplify it or upregulate it between one and 60 times. And so we have Dr. Anthony Fauci saying that, look, if you amplify the sample uh, 35, 34 to 35 times, that it gives you the results are completely inaccurate. Well, thank you, war criminal, for admitting that, because then we have uh, Randy Hillier. We have uh, Randy Hillier is a member of provincial parliament in Ontario. I thought he, he was originally, I think, with the Progressive Conservative Party, and he represents the riding of Lanark, Frontenac, and Kingston, just down the highway from where I live. And I believe he's an independent now because he tells the truth. So the Progressive Conservative Party, which is as corrupt as the day is long, removed this man, punished him openly to teach all the other members of the party, you know, give him the old witch and heresy and stigma and give him the... Um, the, the Star of David treatment to let all the other fucking soulless and shallow and weak people that this is what happens when you tell the truth. So this, this gentleman who's moral and ethical, which is really rare today, he considers you alive uh, worth more. Randy Hillier considers that you're worth more alive than dead. All the other politicians consider you worth more dead than alive. So Randy Hillier, I like him. And he comes out on the floor of the provincial parliament in Ontario, Queen's Park, a place where I used to work as a student, as a page. And I can tell you the, the nonsense and the childlike behavior one day of, of my observations of the politicians behind the scenes. And Randy Hillier comes out and asks the member, the minister of health, and the word minister, folks, it's a religious title. Ministry is a religious title. You got to start connecting the dots. What kind of religion are we dealing with here? And I've told you a thousand times on this page, what kind of cult we got going disguised as government. So the ministry of health this fucking bullshitter. I don't know who she is. So Randy Hillier asks her, well, if the results aren't accurate at the 35 ampli amplification level, why are the Ontario government forcing their laboratories to cycle the sample 37, th sorry, 38 to 45 times? which gives, again, massive, massive false positives, meaning the cases, they'll say, oh, there's, a like they said today, 1,100 cases in Ontario. Anything, there's scientists that says cycling the RT-PCR above 20. 
gives you inaccurate results. And it, many scientists say it shouldn't be cycled at all. Either they're sick or they're not. And if they're sick, we'll isolate them. And if they're not, we'll let them live their lives. But oh no, that's not good enough for the eugenicists, the black, you know, the black magic magicians that rule this world where they look at they look at a whale in the ocean, it's worth more chopped up in the boat than it is swimming with its calf. You're worth more dead, sick. Your kid is worth more dead, sick than alive for these people, just so that you know. Like if you make a kid sick with the COVID vaccine, he or she will generate tens of millions of dollars in profit over their lifetime in various medical expenses. You and your family are worth more enslaved than free. And this is what the people that you stood in line and fucking voted for and people like me have been trying to warn you for 20, 30 years. People like Jordan Maxwell have been trying to warn you for 60 years that these people are in disguise. And so how do you think this goes with the RT-PCR test being used to shut down businesses? And again, they're trying to shut down the businesses so you have no defense against their tyranny. If you don't, like, they want to make sure that you vaccinate because the vaccine is going to be designed to do, to make lots of people dead, lots of people sick. And then whoever remains, you don't want to know what's in that vaccine if you happen to make it. And they know by pure percentages and by pure chance that some will make it. But you don't know what's in the vaccine. If you make it, you're actually going to be plugged in to the control grid through Wi-Fi, through 5G. And what's in the vaccine is something called DARPA hydrogel. And it makes you a cell phone. It makes you a transmitter of information. They're going to know where you are all the time, all your vitals all the time. And then if you have a temperature, an alarm's going to go off in their monitoring center thousands of miles away, and the cop's going to pick you up just for having a fever. Of course you're going to have a fever. You have DARPA hydrogel gel in your system, plus mercury, plus aluminum, plus every other toxin, plus nanotechnology. Of course you're going to be in it. Your body's going to be fighting it all the time. You're going to be sick. And they're going to be able to tell exactly um, everything about you from miles away. You, you become a cell phone when DARPA hydrogel is injected into your body. So folks, it's time. The solution's here. The solution time. I didn't even get to talk about what I wanted to talk. I'm going to make sure you got that Fauci uh, video, and I'm going to make sure you got the video of Randy Hellyer, member of provincial parliament here in Ontario, Canada, making sure that you know that and, and Dr. Fauci has admitted anything over 35 cycles is inaccurate. The Ontario government and the government of Canada forcing their lab techs in their government laboratories to cycle their samples at 38 to 45 cycles, meaning they're completely fraudulent. And all the positive cases that they're using to destroy you where you stand, bankrupt you, are all fake. And they're planning this worldwide. 
And the only reason they're getting away with it because they are the few. We are the many. People are watching TV. People are weak. And psychologically, humans, they're more prone. They'd rather die than have someone not like them for speaking up. And well, that's the reward you're going to get. If you don't learn to use your voice, and if you use it just because Jimmy or Johnny doesn't like you, if that's what's holding you back, because you won't, you'll get into debates and you can't handle it. Well, how are you going to handle when they start coming with this vaccine for you? So you'll only have, before this vaccine arrives, you literally probably only have 30 days, at the most 60. And the way these black magic sorcerers work, they use a lot of the star alignments. December 21st is a massive star alignment, planetary alignment here. All, on December 21st, I think almost every planet in our solar system lines up in a straight line, and that has not bode well for humans on this planet in the past. It's one of their favorite times to get the black magic and the darkness going. December 31st is, uh, sorry, de- December 21st as well is the darkest day of the year, and there is scientific exploration that the darkness has as much power as the sunlight. And a lot of people don't know that. And the sun, the sun of God, it's, the, it's not the S-U-N. It, it, when they say it's the sun of God, it's the S-U-N of God. There's things that come from the sun that give us life. There's the opposite of it, the polarity, the darkness. And there are some dark people and dark energies on this planet right now. And folks, let the light shine in you. Be healthy. Take care of your health. Prepare. Start using your voice. Feel the power the sun gives you. And make sure you utilize that to fight the darkness. This is Jason Kristoff signing off.